Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, everyone, and welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you all for tuning in on this Thanksgiving Eve here in the United States. This is T. Love, your host here at Energy Awareness Radio. I am a Reiki master and certified sound therapist with a private practice in Sussex County, New Jersey, where we are streaming to you live as we do every Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Our chat room is open, so feel free to join the discussion that's already happening online. We do keep an eye on the chat room, so if you have a question, go ahead and post it, and we will do our very best to get your question on air. As an alternative, for those of you who are on the go and you simply cannot continue to listen online, please call us directly by dialing 347 202 and that way you can listen via phone, or if you happen to be driving about, please be sure to use your Bluetooth. Before we begin, I would like to thank my friends at AdRunner for spreading the word about Energy Awareness Radio. If you're tuning in from this area, Sussex or Morris Counties in New Jersey, you may have seen my digital ad running in the Jefferson Diner, the Randolph Diner, or at Casamia in Sparta. Now, the company that runs those screens is called AdRunner, and they have screens in various eateries all across New Jersey. And I do have to tell you that everyone at AdRunner is so... They're just so wonderful, these people. Whenever I have changes to my ad, they make the necessary edits, and the ad is up and running most of the time that day, but they guarantee the very next day, and it always is the case. And people have told me that they found out about my show, Energy Awareness Radio, from the AdRunner screens. So I am very thankful to them, and I'm very pleased with AdRunner, and you can find out more about them on their website, adrunner.co. That's A-D-R-U-N-N-E-R dot now, for those of you who have been inquiring about my CD Imagine, it is available for sale on my website, quantumwellness.org. It consists of four tracks or 70 minutes of quartz crystal singing bowl healing music that was recorded without any digital engineering or remastering whatsoever. It is organic in that what you hear on this CD is exactly what you would hear if you attended one of my live concerts. And this feedback that I've received has been extremely impressive. Everything from relieving stress, inducing uninterrupted sleep, reduced pain, inflammation, chronic coughing, and so much more. I'm giving you the feedback that I get, and I never expected this to be such a interesting venture and such a huge hit with people, but apparently this little CD is doing a whole lot of good. So I am constantly amazed because in its simplicity, I am hearing it is helping so very many people. So if you're interested, go to quantumwellness.org and scroll down to the video so you can learn more about sound therapy and how it may be able to benefit you. It's also holiday gift-giving time, so you can certainly look at it for something like that, as well as gift certificates for various types of sessions. Here at Energy Awareness Radio, we have spoken many times about religion and esoteric knowledge, and tonight... Well, tonight we're speaking to that again. However, unlike most books in this genre, the old manuscript opens up to the very center of man's true mystery. And we are very fortunate tonight because the author of the old manuscript, Lars Moll, has agreed to join us for a most enlightening discussion. Lars was born in Aris, Denmark, and for many years he was a successful singer-songwriter who concurrently with his music studied the world's religions and esoteric knowledge. And then in 1996, he was struck down by an unexplained illness, an illness that neither doctors nor alternative therapists could diagnose. And for three years he was confined to his bed, 
unable to move. And through a friend, Lars was put in touch with the seer, who through a single phone call brought him back to life. And this experience and the revelations that followed from it are described in the old manuscript. Together, Lars and his wife, Gita Ben David, operate the Galali Institute of Energy and Consciousness in Denmark. And he taught himself Aramaic, the everyday language of Palestine during the time of Jesus, which is extremely impressive in and of itself. Good evening, Lars. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you being this evening? Oh, thank you very much. And I'm so pleased to to talk to you. So uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yes, it is. And, he's, and you're calling from Denmark, which is, which is fantastic, too, because I'm sure it's got to be close to midnight there. <laughs> we appreciate <laughs> yeah. you being on air, yes. Uh, you know, this book is, is very, very soulful. If anyone is seeking spiritual insight and truth in a profound way, this is the book to read. You take the reader on this mystical journey through ancient history and modern times, and it's really about your own healing and awakening, and I found it to be witty and enlightening, clearly written, thought-provoking. You just cannot put it down. And as odd as this is going to sound, there seems to be an energy that comes from this book that does something. Well, it did something to me, and I'm not sure if that's because I'm an energy therapist or if everyone gets that sense of spirit presence and fulfillment. Yeah, I, I am going to say that. Yes, it's, it's a sense of fulfillment from source that is almost like, like when I'm receiving an energy transmission. It, it feels that way to me. Um, and it mm. appears to be, the book appears to be a little overwhelming in size because it is over 700 pages, but it really does go quickly. And there is so much to get from it that I read it to do this show, but I need to go back and read it again to really read it. And I don't know what's going to happen then with the energy that I'm getting from your book. Have you heard that from other people before? <laughs> yes, surely. That's, that's very common for, for readers. And, but I think people in, 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 in general that, that is working with spirituality is very sensitive people. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think I think that the spiritual people they are in the forefront of what is going to happen on this earth, uh, because on this planet, because uh, I think we we will discover and experience uh, some very very uh, specific changes within the next few years, and we will need uh, spiritual workers and to 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 carry the 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 kind of the the light into the next step of uh, humankind so in my mind there's no doubt that it, it that thing will be be, be the responsibility of um, of the spiritual people who those who, who like you and so many others and the more who, who come that, that that are working within this field so I think I can what you tell me now, uh, what how you experience reading the book. I've heard that so many times, and just tell me that you are very sensitive, and that you are one of the the the, the, the people who are working in the forefront of things. So it's just I'm so grateful, you know, that uh, that the message gets true, and it's not due to me. I've done my work, yes. But it's it, also when I uh, uh, wrote the book, uh, I felt that I was uh, protected and I, was, I had so much energy. It took me seven years uh, writing it, 
and I mean, I could walk on water within those seven years. I really got so much help from it. Well, this book was channeled, correct, to you? Yeah, it, 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 it tells my story working with the seer and meeting with the seer, but also uh, it, it, there's so much, much channeled stuff there. But, you know, really I don't like the word channeling because it's so mistreated, you know, these days. But I just have to, to, to recognize it and I just have to take it upon me. And yes, uh, one way or the other, a lot of stuff is kind of channeled, yes. Uh, you know, and I, I understand exactly what you're saying because sometimes people will refer to me as a healer, and I don't like that. I'm not a healer. I haven't healed anyone or cured anyone, and I never will. I'm just a conduit, you know, so I, don't, I, I completely understand what you're saying. And I have right. read a lot of books that have been, like, channeled before, but not like your book is really different. It just doesn't speak to the reader. There's something more happening. And although it's hard to understand, and I know listeners are probably saying, what are you talking about? You really need to, to read this book to understand it. And I believe that initiative or not, they're going to get something from it that is more than just the, the words on the page. I really, really mm. believe that. I think this book is a healing book. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, it's it's also you know it's in a funny way, you know you know of course you know the saying to read between the lines, but really there is something in there you know that you can't really. It's so hard to to, to if people ask you what is this book about? I mean it's about your life. It's about the 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 the, the most important things in in anybody's life. We just have to discover it, and, and it 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 just in a funny way, uh, comes into you when you read the book. It's, it's there, but you can't really... It's very hard to, 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 to tell what it is. It's just there's so many things going on reading that book, yeah? Yes, and it's speaking directly to you as a reader, at least to me it did, yeah. and I'm pretty sure most other people will pick it up, read it, and say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's the way it works. Well, and you're into music, so it's like music does that too. Music, absolutely. You feel like, wow, this song was written just for me. They're talking about my life. Your book, yeah, it's the same thing. Yes, there's so many people who respond that, oh, what you are telling is exactly what we have experienced. I just don't have the word for it, and now mm -hmm. I can read all about it in your book. So I think it tells the story of of something that uh, people that are waking up in a spiritual, in, in a spiritual sense uh, that goes for everybody. You know, it's something general that we have to go through and we, we have to, there's some rules in there and there's something we, and everybody has to go through the same thing, but in different ways, you know. So, yes, so everyone will learn differently. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I think so. Yeah, everybody, because everybody's journey is different. But it's interesting how well you speak to so many different things. And, you know, just so people have an idea of what it is we're talking about, because it's so hard to pinpoint it, could you start by telling us your story? Yeah, in, in short, you know, I, I, since I was uh, very, very young, uh, I... I, I, uh, I have been working with, the spirit, with spirituality, and uh, I just, 
actually, why I went into the music business, I was a musical kid, but I never had any musical ambitions. So that was a kind of uh, a place I could, you know, I could be in the world. And um, I got my identity from being in showbiz, and I got and I earned some good money there. But behind all that, my prime activity was reading and studying the world's religions and stuff like that. And of course, at one point when I was standing in uh, one of the, the biggest uh, festivals in, in Europe, just two minutes before I went on stage, I was reading the Bhagavad Gita, you know, the old uh, Hindu uh, Vedic stuff. And they were just knocking on the, uh, the stage door. Come on, Lars, you have to go on stage. And they kept on. And I was reading just one minute before I had to go on the big stage there and, and out in front of 500,000 people, you know. I, mm. I mean, at that time, you know, I really I got a shock standing on stage. And then I realized I can't do this anymore. I can't. Uh, I have to. My, my life has to be more connected. And um, from then on, uh, I just more or less stopped uh, not making music, but stopped touring. And I went out in a small island where I lived for, for, for a few years, trying to find myself. And then suddenly I was stuck ill, and I, and I, lay, I was laying, lying in bed for three years without yes. having any diagnosis or anything. And I mean, it was really like being on the cross or, or you would call it, you know, because, uh, yeah, it was just, I was, and every day was, a, I was trying to get out, out of this mud hole, you know, and mm-hmm. every time I was just about to grab, you know, uh, and, and, and get myself up from there, I was just sliding all the way down again. And I had to wait a few days until I, I, I could try again. But um, after three years in that, a good friend uh, connected me to the seer. And I told him, and just Can you check your headset, Lars? We're losing you. The connection seems to be really not good right now. Can you check your headset? Can you no? hear me? Yes, we can now. No? That's great. That's clear. Right there is good. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he he just cured me on the phone, you know, within two minutes, you know. Uh, so, uh, you know, a life that had been in black and white for three years was suddenly again in color. And I mean, it was just amazing. So that was the really the beginning for me to to uh, up until then. Uh, all my spiritual work has been on, on a mental, uh, intellectual basis, you know. So now I met this guy and I started working with him, and uh, I was his apprentice for for three and a half years. And um, and after that, we we were we were close friends and worked in equality until he died in 2007. And, um, yeah, it was just a, a complete revolutionary change in my life. And um, all the things I have forgotten that happened in my childhood, you know, like I was so connected as a child, you know, I was, I was really clairvoyant as a child, really. 
in many ways. It came back to me, uh, and and he just showed me what I think everybody. I mean, I haven't met anybody in my when people come to me to get help. I haven't met anybody that wasn't connected, uh, really. But they just have have forgotten all about it. So being connected without being it, I mean, it's 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 a, it's not so a good place to be, you know. So my job now through my my books and my workshops and my talks is to get people connected again because uh, I think everybody um, are just waiting for somebody to come and connect them and push the button and and you know I agree I absolutely agree so, I think people are, are yeah. thirsty they're hungry for this yes and uh, there, of course there's so much uh, uh, there's also so much fake going on uh, but there is every everywhere. But but uh, we have to see through that, and we have to uh, just uh, cut all the, the so, excuse my language, my, all the crap, and go straight to the point, because every every single people have just this waiting for them to connect again, and I think for me. Uh, being connected also meant that I was connected to Jesus or Yeshua, uh, as his real name was, and that mm-hmm. that happened through my work with the, the Aramaic language of uh, Yeshua, and uh, I found out that you know everybody is, these days are talking about the Gnostic uh, Gospels and all the the secret Gospels uh, and stuff like that, but I tell you, knowing the Aramaic language give you a key to the secret teachings of Jesus right in the middle of the New Testament. So, I mean, it has been just in front of us all the time, but we did we just missed the key to open up the treasure. And the treasure mm-hmm. is in the, also in the New Testament. I think that Jesus or Yeshua was one of the, the greatest avatars that ever lived on earth and you know he said if you follow my example you can do even greater wonders than I he also said that we are all God's children that means that he was not the only one so I think what are we waiting for why are we not just (sighs) doing it and when he said to us uh, if you follow my example you can do even greater wonders than I then we have to look at what, what was he doing. He was healing people, and he was connected, and he um, he just opened up hearts and stuff like that. So that's exactly what we have to do in our ways. Whatever if, it, and it doesn't mean if we are if we are uh, head of uh, uh, the national bank or if we are. Uh, a dancer or if we're musicians, whatever we do, we can make a difference and we can, yes, we can do great wonders. We just have and to I, I agree with you because everybody comes here with their own special gift and people think a gift of is something course. that, you know, they don't realize that being an accountant is a gift, that being a pilot no, is really. a gift, that, you know, exactly. Yeah. 
I mean, I can't fly a plane and I can't do books to save my life. This is why I married an accountant. So, you know, I'm good on that part. But but I think that spiritual bangers, yeah. Mm Yes, well, you know, you do, but everything, this is what, this is what is what's wrong. People don't understand that there's spirituality in everything. They think it's part of religion, and yet religion is not necessarily spiritual. I mean, I tell people this all the time. Religion is not, sometimes it's, it's by people who it's more political, it's more of an yes. organization with these rules. It is not spirituality. Mm-hmm. Spirituality is definitely outside of religion, not always inside it and i think people get upset when i was brought up catholic and i'm a recovering catholic now and i find that people who are very devout catholics don't want to hear you say anything about let's say jesus or doing something like you can't say jesus says we can all do that that's blasphemy it's sacrilege Mm. there's a fear there and i think that's what it is it's a fear-based emotion yeah exactly but you know we have to, if, if uh, the New Testament is the book of Christianity, we have to read what is in it, and we have to follow suit, you know? Mm-hmm. But understand That's it in the way that it's written. Like you said, there's a key. Yeah. I mean, you taught yourself yeah. Aramaic. I'm not going to teach yeah. myself Aramaic, so I'm going to depend on people like you to say, okay, here's the interpretation, you know? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's what I mean. That's my work. You mean, right. I'm not going to, to, to do to radio. You do that exactly in a perfect way. But I think that you don't have to learn Aramaic. You just have to learn to understand the psychology behind that language. And then you have the key. So it's very, very, uh, by the way, um, my next book will be The Secret Teachings of Yeshua that will be out on, on the same uh, publishing firm as, uh, as the old manuscript. So uh, it's, it's on its way and it will be out uh, hopefully uh, soon next year. And uh, I will also come to America and do some workshops and some talks about it because I think people really need to hear this. It's, it's, yes. I mean, yes, really. They're craving it. They're absolutely hungry for this. They don't know what it is they're hungry for. And when I speak with yes. people, what they're hungry for is spirituality. That's what's missing in yes. every aspect of their life. Exactly. And exactly. if you get it in one, you can spread it around to the rest. You know, it's really, really interesting. You know, this book is a trilogy. I want to make sure people are aware of that. It's a trilogy, and it offers so much for the reader to take in. The first part is the seer. So that's your journey with the seer. The second yes. part is very interesting because your experience is interwoven with those of the story of um, Mary Magdalene, and, and she is portrayed as a very powerful inspiration to all women, which is not how she is typically portrayed at all, at least not in my upbringing. You know, you speak to her relationship with Jesus as the true and perf- pure perfection of how men and women complement each other, and that's mm. not... That isn't what I was taught. She was a prostitute, and she was pretty much no good, you know, and mm. Jesus forgave her, you know, but everybody else mm. knew, and it, you know. So I don't know. Would you like to expand on that? Because I really like the story of Mary Magdalene. Yeah, but, you know, see, I started working with the Magdalene archetype already in the 80s, 
and uh, my book on the Magdalene came out in Denmark. In, I mean, more than 10 years ago. It was before the Dan Brown uh, explosion. But uh, you see, uh, you have to, to, in order to understand Yeshua and uh, Mary Magdalene, you have to understand that they were Jews first of all, and uh, that means that the whole thing about uh, Mary Magdalene anointing Jesus in that ritual there's so much uh, hidden in there so much uh, almost tantric knowledge hidden in the New Testament so we have to understand that you know when we say Jesus Christ that means Jesus the anointed like Yeshua the Messiah is in Hebrew or Aramaic is also Jesus the anointed and for a, a thing like Christianity to, to have, I mean, it's, it's called the anointing party or something like that. We have to understand that when Mary Magdalene does that ritual on Jesus, when she anoints Jesus, it's a very, very central ritual to Christianity. And nobody ever talks about it. Nobody knows what it's all about. And if you go into the Jewish uh, tradition, you'll see that nobody, I'm not allowed to, to uh, anoint somebody that I'm not equal to. I have to be, I'm, uh, nobody can be anointed uh, of, a, of, a, of a simple prostitute. Mm-hmm. That's only if yourself are a prostitute. So if right. Mary Magdalene was a prostitute, Jesus has to be one himself. But Jesus was the Nazarene, Jesus the Nazarene, and Jesus the Nazarene means Jesus the initiated. So she, Mary Magdalene, the Magdalene was also an initiated person. So that means they they were completely equal, and uh, he was the the teacher of the male uh, disciples, and she was the teacher of the female disciples. She was educated in a mystery school in uh, northern Egypt, uh, in Alexandria. And, uh, I mean, it, you can read all about it. There's, so, there's uh, stories about it, how, how, how the, you could go into a mystery school there in equality, man and woman, and you could, you could have, uh, you learned all about prophecy, about the stars in heaven, about healing, about... I mean, the whole thing, it was a holistic, a real holistic education. And he, she was educated as a moon priestess. And her, her, it, her, her initial name was Mariam the Magdalene. And Mariam the Magdalene means Mary the uh, exalted, the exalted one. Hmm. So Jesus was Jesus was the initiated, and he was the exalted one. And together, they. Um, there's another thing that not many people are aware of, that at the time of Jesus, it was more uh, the rule than the exception that man and woman was going around in in the equal pair, and doing the same thing as Jesus and Magdalene was. There was many pairs and many who, who competitors to the title of Messiah. But Yeshua, Jesus, was the Messiah. He was the new avatar for that time and for our time also. 
And uh, and if you don't know about it, uh, both him and Mayor the Macklin uh, are already here. They're still here. They're, the second coming is already in, in in full pace now, and it's what we call the quickening. Have yes. you heard about the quickening? Yes. yes. Everything yes. is sped up now, and that means more and more people are are getting are being aware of, that something is happening. The energy is 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 speeded up, and that also means that if you are a special sensitive sensitive person, you will feel in your physical body a lot of uh, you can go through a lot of heavy. Uh, uh, faces and I mean psychic and stuff I mean it's it's really that's me also why it's it can be a tough time to to be a sensitive person in but uh, we must remember that it won't get more it won't get harder than we can we can we can do what we we are here for we just have to wake up and do what we're supposed to do and I think we'll get help I know we'll get help from from the other side right now. Yes, yes, I couldn't so, agree with you so, more. I I just recently had a conversation with someone, and they said, you know, do you feel like time is going by a lot faster? And I said, yes. And they said, why is that? And I said, because it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, it is. That's just the way it is. <laughs> and you know, it's not I mean, that. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, ten years ago, it was something that was for, for people over fifty that they said, "Oh, yeah, the, the time is running faster and faster." Now even children yes. are aware of it and mm-hmm. are commenting on it. So, so it's something that everybody experiences, and uh, and especially sensitive and awake people. So. It really is going in the tough times. Some of them are. I know for me, we're not talking about, you know, and, and it can be the challenging times of the economy and the environment and, and, you know, the jobs market and everything like that. But it's also what you're going through in your own growth. I happen to be a person who gets a lot of migraines. And for a good 10 years, I didn't. And now they're starting again. And I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know it's because of the time thing. I can well, put my finger on it and say, yeah, it's got to yeah. be this, you know, it's just happening too fast. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly how it is. A lot of the, mm-hmm. the old stuff will come back, and um, but hopefully it won't bother you as much as it did before. But uh, I think it's just uh, it's it's just something a phase we have to go through now, and we have to readjust ourselves and and be even more connected, if possible. Yes. Yes. And we have to do that for our own sanity. I mean, when I get a migraine, yeah. you know, oh, forget it, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, 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 but, I know that. Yeah. I know, I know, yeah. I know. Yep, it's terrible. But, you know, the interesting thing about um, the Mary Magdalene section is that a lot of information there, no one has ever been taught. It was never there's a lot of the things that, that are in your book were never told to us, just like you, you just said a few moments ago. We did not know that she was an equal to Jesus. No one told us that. You know, all of this no. was hidden from, from humanity. It was just hidden. Mm. And, you know, why is that? How did that happen, do you think? 
I think because there was so it was a political decision. There was so after Jesus. You remember in the New Testament when uh, Mary Magdalene she had experienced Jesus raised from the dead. You know, and mm-hmm. she goes back to the other disciples and and tell them the good news. And they are almost uh, they want to get rid of her. They don't want to hear about it. And from that period on, you don't hear any more about Mary the Magdalene. And from mm-hmm. that moment on and until the church was uh, established 300 years later, they, they made a character murder on her. They really, they made her to, into a prostitute. Yes. But I think they didn't know that the moon priestess was a kind of tantric uh, uh, person. Uh, and the word for the moon priestess could maybe also mean prostitute, but not in the way that we think about a prostitute. It was right. somebody who had some knowledge, some sacral knowledge about the sexual power, how it, could, it, sh- it should be connected to the spiritual centers, uh, the upper center, you know, to, to in order, order to raise uh, the, the sexual energy into something very powerful, spiritual, gate through which you could get information and that is still the 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 main purpose of the if you're not going to procreate a, a new soul and get a new soul into the into the earth plane when a man and a woman goes into the bridal chamber that jesus is talking about they have to do it in equality and they, do, yes. they have to know exactly what they are going to do there and that was what, what you remember in the New Testament Jesus he says, be wise as snakes and be pure as the dove. That mm-hmm. means the, the snake is the moon priestess and the, the three lower sackers and the, the dove is the, is the virgin and is uh, the three upper uh, the three upper chakras. And uh, when you have the, the the virgin out there, the mother of Jesus may be Mary, and you have the moon priestess and the eros uh, down, when they are connected, you are a whole, you'll, you'll be a whole person. But you know what happens with the church when they were established? They just cut uh, people in two. They said everything beneath the, the, uh, the navel is sin and shame. Yes. And and that and because of that, so many people were, were we still hurt. Everybody is hurt in that because nobody had really told us and and educated us about what we can do with this power. And that is why the whole Western, yeah, I mean the whole world is more or less pornographic in everything. You can't buy a, a, a pack of matches or anything. Uh, without having a pair of boobies and also, I mean, it's because we we completely misunderstood and we haven't understood, we, even to this day, we haven't understood what this powerful energy, how we can heighten energy and how we can connect spiritual to something very important to read our life. And when you go into the bridal chamber, a man and a woman in equality, 
it's uh, to put it very very shortly it is that the the woman has to be released and in in the moment she's released she would, she can if she knows what how to do it she would connect to to the universe and to cosmic to the book of life and she will get in symbols exactly in the, when she is released and the male that's he's the key to doing that but you know before the male can deliver the goods she has to, to dance for him you know okay yeah i mean that's the female that's the female and the male the the, the complete raw what do we call it instinct uh, instinctual but if you connect the instinct uh, level with the spiritual level i mean it makes the whole difference complete a different new approach to what it what it means to be together a man and a woman even to this day in the jewish world the rabbis they uh, are telling their the 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 couples that on the Sabbath they should go into uh, to the bridal chamber and mate, because in that way they they manifest the Shekinah, and the Shekinah in the Hebrew world and in the world of Jesus and Mary Magdalene is the feminine part of God. She is manifested every time in a man and a woman they mate in the bridal chamber in equality and when they know. Uh, what to do and are connected to the higher spirits. And I think and that's you know, so beautiful. It is beautiful. And I think that there's people sometimes tell me I'm crazy because I have rules. And one of my rules is I don't care where we fight. And, and I don't fight an awful lot. But, you know, if you're going to have an argument, have the argument. But the minute you step over the threshold to the master bedroom, all bets are off. Yeah. There's no more fighting that yeah. goes on here. Only love is here. And what that yeah. means is that you don't use sex for punishment and you don't use it for reward because that's the place where you commune. Love is a communion and sex is a communion. And that person you took a vow with needs to know that you love them no matter what and you need to know that they love you no matter what. You can have a fight outside that room, but in that room, this is where you make love. This is where you commune. And people will say to me, no, seriously, T, because nobody lives like that. If I'm mad at my husband, he's not getting any. And I'm like, that's not what sex is. That's not no. what marriage is. And yet exactly. we've been brought up that way to use it as a punishment or a reward. And yes. that is just, that's what makes it all bad. That's what makes it dirty. Exactly. 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 It's a shame. You know, it's a shame. But your yeah, book is, is just... Yeah, this is not just a book. This is an experience. And at this time of year, particularly, I think, this is an experience that everybody would love to have. So I would suggest to anyone out there that you put this on your list for gift giving and order it now so you have it in time. Your recipients will be thanking you for a long time to come. And what the heck, get a copy for yourself. It's like getting three books in one because it is a trilogy. The third part is the grail. And it is just so fascinating to read. There is so much into it. 
you can learn a lot from it, and I do believe there will be an awakening to the whoever reads this book. There will be a complete and total awakening because it's just written in that way. Whatever, whatever you did when you were writing this book, the energy just comes through. It did it for me. I'm quite sure it will do for others, um, and I'm just thrilled with it. it. We're getting close to the to the time when we need to say goodbye. You're calling from Denmark, and I, I want to make yes, sure that we yes. get off in a reasonable time. But uh, would you tell us a little yes. bit about your institute on energy consciousness and uh, energy and consciousness in Denmark? Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, I'm working together with uh, my wife, Gita Ben-David, who is uh, one of Europe's finest uh, sound healers and therapists. And uh, together we have, uh, we have made a mystery school based on the old uh, antics of the mystery school of Alexandria, uh, and the Essenes, and and it's because they were working with sound, and uh, and me working with the Aramaic means that I can go in and we can we can really go into the core and we can adapt some of those precious 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 things from that uh, tradition and bring it into to to our time and say here's something that we have forgotten all about and it still works it's still fresh it's fresher than ever because nobody had really uh, worked with it for so many years so it's like you know finding uh, an apple that is still as fresh as the day it was picked from the from the tree so we are working with that and we have uh, in Denmark we are working with uh, 500 people in the mystery school, and uh, we are doing starting doing work also in in other parts of Europe and in Israel, where we are traveling a lot. And uh, yeah, so so in we are working with energy and consciousness, and on all levels. So as is your radio uh, exactly as what is going on in your radio, and you are you are trying to to discover any. Uh, whatever goes on and 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 use it in your work in order uh, to to find new portals in which energy can come through so as many as as possible can get uh, benefit from it that's what we're working it's fabulous. You should open up something in the United States. I would be happy to help you with that. I'm so excited yes, about your work. You. It's wonderful. I yeah, really but, am. But, uh, I, ho- I think you, you, maybe you met my wife when we were in I Denmark did. or something. Yes. Yeah. And yes. Gita, mm-hmm. So then you know Gita. She's really an, a bundle of joy and energy, and I mean, she's a great healer. So uh, I think yeah, that yes. uh, you do have so over- much in She's the one that brought me over to meet you. We had a lot in common. I love her. She was fabulous. Yes, I, I really. Yeah. She's the reason why we're on air together tonight because she brought me over to you. I love you. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Uh, you know, I just so thrilled that you're on air with us tonight, and I appreciate it. And I know it's late over in Denmark, and I thank you so much for taking the time. And I would yeah. love it if, when your next book comes out, if you'd love to join us again. We here at Energy of and Earth would love to have you back. I'll, um, I'll hopefully, I'll see you when we we come to the states uh, next year. So I'll be happy to give you a great hug and thank you for your fantastic work. Oh, and I'll be in touch with John as well and let him know how this all went, you know. I just, I really appreciate you joining me tonight. This has been so fascinating. And right. it's 
It's been an immense pleasure having you here. Thank you so much, Lars. Yes, thank you, thank you. See you. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. On behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in this evening. My name is T. Love, and I hope you'll be back next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another great show. So go ahead and get out your calendar and mark it now so you remember to tune in. Uh, For more information about me, please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. You'll find a list of past shows and a lineup for upcoming shows, as well as information about other upcoming events I'll be hosting throughout the year. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at NRG Aware Radio. That's at NRG Aware Radio. I am your host, T-Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a peaceful and relaxing Thanksgiving and a most joyous Hanukkah. Tomorrow night is the first night of Hanukkah, so do enjoy that very first night and all the nights after that. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well.